I was thinking like an ear of corn, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that as well. Like yeah. the size of this microphone where you have to like struggle to like. like how are we going to fit all that girth in my mouth? No, we got to divert. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to WTF Are You Talking About? We are back, we are charged, and we are ready to bloody get into it. How are you guys feeling? Emma and Gabby, my wonderful co-hosts. Hi. Hey there. Happy New Year. We're very happy to be back. We're extra charged up and excited today because those tech upgrades that I promised in the Christmas episode that dropped yesterday, January 13th, (laughs) have finally come through. So we're recording today for the first time with some new bloody tech. Do we sound amazing? I hope we sound amazing. Yeah. I bet we sound phenomenal. Like the whispering wind on a crisp autumn morning. That was the wind. (laughs) I don't think that was a very good wind noise. I'm so sorry. We have a fantastic first show lined up for you. We're going to start, as always, with our bread and butter segment. Yummy. Am I the asshole? Where we will. Who the the fuck fuck is is that? that? We have a fantastic show lined up for you guys. As always, we will be starting with Am I the Asshole, our bread and butter segment. We got some weirdo takes, some strange stories lined up. Following that, we'll be jumping into a few rounds of Wiki Arena. Let's find out who's got the most knowledge. Knowledge. And then after that, we're going to do our third segment where Emma has a little and also this plan for us here with the cut off of her newest album. It's Emma. Can you give us a little sneak peek, Em? <laughs> Um, my and also this has to do with a cat, but also not. And that's all I have to say about it thus far. Well, if that doesn't entice you, I don't know <laughs> what will. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to WTF for you talking about. You may have heard of the subreddit, Am I the Asshole, where people go on, share stories of their situations where they may or may not have been an asshole, and people get to weigh in on it. We go through, find the best stories, the spiciest ones for you, and we give our final verdict on the situation. We are judge, jury, and asshole cutioner, and our decision is final. All right, who wants to go first? I do. Amazing. I'm claiming it because I found this story at the beginning of December, so it's been like a month and a half now, and then I couldn't use it because it wasn't Christmassy, it wasn't on theme for that episode, and then we also tried to record a different one, but I was sick, and so I've just been sitting on this story for a while. Go for it, queen. Guys, I have to kick us off in a new year. I have the bread and the butter of our bread and butter segment. I have like the San Francisco style sourdough with Irish butter, mulled and salt on top of our segment. Do you want to know what I have? Could it be a wedding story? It's a wedding story. Oh Let's go, God. boys. The audience can't see it, but I'm making a big old smile with my face now. Why did you move into like an Austin Powers accent? There? You did. Literally, you guys both sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Am I the asshole for offering two different kinds of cake at our wedding? My husband, Josh, age 29, and I, age 27, just had our wedding a couple weeks ago, and we mostly got good feedback until today when we heard that a lot of people have been smack-talking the cake behind our backs. Josh and I originally were going to have a smaller wedding at a resort. We were fortunate enough to be given some money to invite extra guests, so we decided to expand the wedding and have some of our second cousins and their kids and some friends that we otherwise don't get to see as often. We are on a budget, so we decided to keep the quote-unquote fancy cake cake, the cutting cake for pictures, not the real cake, for immediate family, and the pastor and a few members of the wedding party that we have known for the longest. We gave them the cake in boxes to take home though so they wouldn't be eating it in front of everyone else. Minus the pastor because he flew out from a ways and he is vegan so he couldn't eat the dinner and we wanted him to have something to eat before it got too late. We got a couple sheet cakes, one was vanilla and buttercream with rosettes, and then there was another sheet cake of pineapple chocolate chunk, especially for Josh's side of the family, because they spend a lot of time in Florida. I also don't understand what that has to do with Florida. Floridians in the chat. We'll get to that. Oh my God, amazing. We found out from talking with family that there was a lot of full slices left behind on people's plates of the pineapple cake, which the servers would not take home with them. So we noticed that you can see it in a lot of the pictures. We were having too much fun to notice at the time. We loved catching up with all of our guests. Apparently, Josh's family did not like the cake we thought they would, and there have been some unkind words behind our back. We got a text from Josh's uncle that wasn't meant for us to see, and it really stung. We are unsure where to go from here and what to say. The cake did not go off like we hope, but we think they are being unnecessarily mean. By the way, there was a full dinner three kinds of cheese even monterey jack available not monterey jack (laughs) (laughs) i 
I'm I'm now skeptical about the other two cheeses. If it was even Monterey Jack. Yeah. What was it, like Swiss and American were your other two options? Cheddar and like craft cheese slices. Oh, just a, a can of whiz. <laughs> Ew. Three kinds of cheese even Monterey Jack available and an open bar that didn't close until late. So I feel like we are pretty good to our guests on a shoestring budget. Long story short, am I the asshole? Okay. Let's discuss initial thoughts. I don't want to be the bad guy, but I think I already want to sentence everyone in this story to get some real problems. Yeah. So they didn't like the pineapple chocolate cake. Or they didn't like that they were served sheet cake, not fancy cake. Let me look back and clarify, because I think both, but it's a little unclear. You check the comments, see if we can get some more intel on that. There are over 4,000 comments on this post. Oh my God. <laughs> people have opinions. I think cake is one of the things that people have the most opinions about. It's very like ubiquitous. It just says, apparently Josh's family did not like the cake. We thought they would. So that seems like it could be either. Like A, they didn't like the sheet cake, the pineapple chocolate chunk of cake that they were given, or they wanted like a fancier one. So that doesn't really, I can't answer that question. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, grow up you know okay yeah i'm glad that you said that because i wasn't sure if it is considered like a real faux pas or snub to give someone the non-wedding cake at a wedding but personally i wouldn't mind i would argue if it's cake that's being served at a wedding it is wedding cake you know i think sheet cake isn't like an uncommon thing to have at a wedding i've seen a lot of people i think it's kind of becoming a trend to just have like your one cute cake that you take pictures of while you cut it and then everyone else just eats sheet cake makes sense to me i've only been to one wedding there was just like a wedding cake but also i didn't have any because i was too full from all of the lovely food yeah monterey jack did you have that I may have had Monterey Jack, <laughs> honestly, but in the excitement, who can remember? <laughs> yeah, I love the trend that's going around right now of doing like the cute little cake and stuff like that. My personal favorite wedding dessert thing that I've seen was at my friend Anna's wedding when she did a small cake that she and her husband had. And I think like you could have some if you want, but then they did a pie bar of Ooh. all different kinds of pies because pies are superior to cake and I will not be taking further questions on that. But Moving on from that, if their beef is just with the fact that they got the sheet cake and not the fancy cake, definitely grow up. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions about this story still. This wasn't a Kroger's sheet cake. This was a pineapple chocolate chunk cake. This was like a baked cake. Yeah. That's a nice addition to the wedding. But also, who cares if the cake at a wedding is bad? That's true. That's not what you're there for at all. You're there for yeah. the open bar. Two shots of vodka. You're there for your relatives who you love and also to get hammered. And like, <laughs> also, there was another sheet cake. If they didn't like the pineapple one, just eat the vanilla one. Or was it like, oh, you've spent time in Florida, eat the pineapple. And that's what I need to understand. What the fuck is the Florida connection? Yeah. Okay. Literally no one knows. So the top, oh <laughs> the top comment here, which has over 23,000 upvotes. How many upvotes over 23,000? 300. Wow. <laughs> um, this person says, not the asshole, but I'm a bit confused as to what Josh's family spending a lot of time in Florida has to do with deciding to have a pineapple chocolate cake. I lived in Florida for almost a decade, and I can tell you with complete confidence that there is zero connection between Florida and pineapples. So I don't know. I have not spent much time in Florida, so I do not have the authority to speak on this. This guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I don't know. I'm also peeking over your shoulder, M, at the rest of that comment. And he does note beyond that, the combo of pineapple and chocolate just sounds yucky. What do you guys think? Because my first instinct on pineapple chocolate cake was oh, that doesn't sound amazing. That was my thought as well. I mean, I'm like, OK, I'll bite. I'll give it a nibble. Right. But would it be my first choice? Not necessarily. But also your wedding, your rules. If yeah. it sounds good to you, if people don't want it, I, who cares? Although if and this is where I'm going to swing, because I think right now we've been trending pretty strongly towards not the asshole. Which and then entails that the people complaining are the asshole. But I think maybe no assholes here because if the cake was ass and what they were complaining about was not the supposed snub of not getting the wedding cake. And it was just that like, wow, what a piece of crap cake they got for that wedding. You're being a dick if you are like bitching to them about it. But if, you know, behind their back, you're just like, man, that cake was not good. Rest of the wedding, wonderful. But the cake, pfft. 
blue. I think that's fine. You're allowed to like have opinions about stuff and complain, especially if, and they don't really note this at all, like they behaved themselves at the wedding, which it sounds like they were just chilling. Okay, I got some more information from a comment from the original poster. That cake was specifically for the husband's side of the family, and they were expected to ask others to trade as a way to quote unquote break the ice. No, okay. That's weird. That's weirdo behavior. Wait, what? Trade slices? Slices! Yeah. Yeah. That's super bizarre. They are now the asshole. The people who threw the wedding are now the asshole. If you are serving half of the party a bad cake... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry, Gabby, I cut you off. I couldn't hold it in. No, do it. I don't want to hear what you're saying after. Okay, are you guys ready for a cheese reveal? Yes, please. Uh, drop the cheeses, mommy. Yeah. <clears throat> Beyond the Monterey Jack, which we obviously know, they have plain cheddar. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And extra sharp cheddar. Oh my god. I knew one of them had to be cheddar. Never in my wildest dreams had I imagined that they would both be cheddar. <laughs> uh, no, this is hilarious. This is actually hilarious. At that point, why have three cheeses? You know? <laughs> There's two cheddars. Um, yes. So the poster did say they were that side of this family was specifically given that cake and they were free to trade it with the other guests, which they saw as an icebreaker between the families. I think the intention is there. Like, I don't think these are bad people, but you don't have to be a bad person to come up with a bad idea. But yeah, yeah. this is weird. It's also kind of, I think, rude to put the onus on them to break the ice. Why does his family have to do it? Yeah, I don't see. And why do they have to do it with this very specific and convoluted cake stratagem? She said it's like it would make them feel special, like a signature cocktail button cake form. I think that if you have a signature part of the menu that's only for a specific group of people, it'll never make them feel special. It will always make them feel awkward. Yeah, and also her side of the family isn't going to be asking to trade the vanilla for the pineapple chocolate. No one wants your pineapple chocolate cake. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, 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 that's key. Like the kid on the playground who has like apple slices that they're trying to trade for gushers or something. Like you're not going to get rid of them. No, Godspeed. Unless they got that dope dipping pack where it's like apples on one side and then peanut butter on the other. Or like a caramel sauce. Caramel sauce. Mm. She also noted that the buttercream cake was distributed first to her side of the family and then the pineapple cake was distributed second to Josh's side of the family. There's like a weird division of family. Like just the energy is off where it's like it's your wedding. The whole point is like combining like you're all becoming one do the waiters walking around have to be like hey who which one of these guys are you related to like who do you get i was gonna say maybe the table plan we're too far in the weeds but also if you have the table plan dividing them you could just put them at the same tables and then give them the same cake and that's the icebreaker they're sitting together and they can like have a conversation instead of putting them at separate tables wow we've got look at our cake and then look look over table two they got a different cake oh imagine that Oh. It's like weird. I think reading her comments, I really think that she had no bad intent, but she created a really weird like othering environment. <laughs> othering via the means of pineapple cake. Yeah. But then how do we feel about the uncle? So they said they like saw a text that was not intended for them to see about the cake. It's tough because if the text from the uncle and we just don't know, so we, we can't really make a ruling. But if the text from the uncle said those fucking absolute totally us down right in the meat hole with that pineapple cake then that would have been pretty unacceptable (laughs) but if the text just said man that was kind of a bad cake then get over it i am swinging all the way from coming into this post saying not the asshole to everyone sucks here to you're the asshole don't be a weird freak boy i kind of went on the journey with you the only thing is does it make them an asshole for serving a bad cake Also, something that I think about that we haven't noted is that they had the fancy cake for immediate family in the pasture. Makes sense. And then a few members of the wedding party. I think if I was like in the wedding party, I'd be like, this is weird. They're just, they're weaponizing cake. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing you were saying, is she the asshole for serving bad cake? Certainly not. She's the asshole for making a hierarchical structure out of the cakes, right? You know, there's only meant to be I've tried to do a bit where it's like, because there's a tiered cake and she's got cake tears. A joke is when two people laugh. I'm not laughing. But yeah, so Gabby, where are you landing? She might be the asshole. Yeah, honestly. If you had both and you let people pick, fine. You can't assign someone a cake and then get mad when they don't like the cake that was assigned to them. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 
definitely true, especially when you're assigning them the cake based off of their birthplace. Yeah, and it's not like a neutral cake. Like, it's not like we had vanilla and chocolate. Asshole. 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 Reddit voted her not the asshole, and I think that they probably just read the story on surface level and left it there. Which is fair. Which, like, I get it. On surface level, I don't think she's the asshole. That's why we're the professionals. That's why you leave it to us, literally. the, The amateurs can, you know, I'm glad that they're having a good time, but we're taking this shit seriously. Yeah. The video of Gabby Hanna. Have you seen that? No. Where she's recording a song and she's like recording it like this. Like she looks like she's about to eat the microphone. Oh my God. I think that's okay. If it's a chocolate pineapple microphone. Oh, what if it's a Monterey Jack microphone? (laughs) (laughs) The most superior. Do you guys think it was really Monterey Jack or do you think it was Cheddar Jack and they were just trying to pass it off? I think it was Pepper Jack. It could have been Pepper Jack. Are we ready for our next story? Yeah, please do. I've literally never been readier in my life. I can't wait to judge people. It's a good one. Am I the asshole for using the bathroom frequently on the flight? Recently, I flew home for the holidays. The flight was three hours long. I read that you dehydrate twice as fast on a plane as you do elsewhere. So I packed two 40 ounce water bottles and plan to drink both of them over the course of the flight. Should know I'm a pretty big person and an athlete. Can I get a quick conversion to metric? Is 40 ounces, is that like a two liter bottle? I don't know. You can Google that in your own time. Fine. I booked a middle seat because I'm on a budget and I also don't particularly care about the aisle or window. And I used the bathroom four times over the course of the flight. Each time, the person sitting on the aisle got progressively more annoyed. She was sleeping, and I woke her up each time. She would sigh, groan, roll her eyes, etc. whenever I got up. When I used the bathroom for the third time, she asked if I could try to hold it for the remainder of the flight so she could sleep. I should mention it was 4 p.m. and there was no time change involved. I didn't take her request too seriously and continued to drink water. When I got up for the fourth time, she told me I was rude for not following her request. I told her it was either that, dehydrate, or wet myself. And going to the bathroom seemed like the best option. She told me no one needs to drink enough to pee four times in less than three hours unless they have a bladder issue. She then asked if I had a bladder issue, and I said no, not that it's your business. I asked her if she wanted to switch seats so I don't have to climb over her, but she refused. She kept pressing me, and I suggested we flag down a flight attendant because I didn't feel comfortable resolving this on my own. The flight attendant sided with me, but at home my family had some disagreements. Some said I did nothing wrong and that I have the right to drink water and I'm not breaking the rules. Others said it was discourteous to drink that much water during a flight and that I should have been able to hold it, especially if the person on the aisle was sleeping. I'm wondering if people have read it think I'm the asshole or not. This is some psycho shit. I'm losing my damn mind for multiple reasons as per usual. But let's hear it. Upshot. Who is this woman to try to restrict my man's consumption of water as is his God given right (laughs) on a three hour flight? If he wants to drink 2,200 milliliters of pure H2O, then let him. I don't know if you noticed. He is a big person and an athlete. Yeah. Well, obviously, if he's drinking that much water. He knows the epic highs and lows of high school football. (laughs) I dropped out in the fourth grade. It's Marshawn Lynch. It's Archie Andrews. It is not Archie Andrews, okay? He's too busy solving a mystery where a tunnel snake is fucking his long-lost sister who's really his high school teacher (laughs) while he's locked in an asylum learning magical witch powers or something. Oh my God, can't wait for Riverdale season seven. (laughs) Oh shit, I wasn't supposed to leak all of the plot points of that season. Oh shit. Sorry guys. Oh shit, Uh, we're gonna get sued. Uh, Anyways. It's all right. um, Cole Sprouse will just tweet another dick pic. It's fine. No, it was Dylan that tweeted the dick pic. But they're twins, so it must be look the same. Anyways. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. If Dylan Sprouse (laughs) tweets a dick pic, then Cole Sprouse has also sort of tweeted a dick pic. This is what I want to know. Do identical twins have identical dicks? Like, they have to, right? Twins, slide into the chat, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how would they know? Not with dick pics. We don't want to see. We don't want the dick pics. (laughs) They would know. Don't send us your dick pics. Just tell us. Don't send her your dick pics. I need to check. (laughs) This has to be a peer-reviewed test. <laughs> okay. Back to the story. Um, moving away from the Sprouse twins nude. Which I'm always reticent to do, but fine. No, he's not the asshole. Sorry, you look shocked. Yeah. I am. I'm surprised. I'm so excited that we have discourse. Oh, yes. I think, yeah. I think when I'm booking a seat on a flight, here's how it goes. If you sit in the aisle seat, you're going to have to... You're accepting responsibility. It's like sitting in an an exit row. There are pros and cons to each seat. And in the aisle seat, you get that kind of extra space. You're not like crammed against things. But if people around you want to get up, then they 
have to get up. Also, the fact that this is a short flight, a three-hour flight, in the grand scheme of things, that's relatively short. It's not a red eye. It's not international. You're not doing a time change. Like, I get her being annoyed, but I just think she has no right to tell someone to hold their pee and then be like, well, do you have a bladder issue? Like, this man doesn't owe you anything. And if you didn't want people getting you up, if you wanted to try to sleep on the flight, if I have a flight that I want to sleep on, I will book a window seat so I can sleep there and not have anyone get me up. My one off the bat concern is this this guy's first time on a plane just the way he's writing it where he's like i have heard that you get twice as dehydrated so i brought an emergency pack of water because while it is his right to drink that water he's an insane person he's chosen to do a very weird thing and this is where i can't prove it but i think this man is a computer scientist Something about like having to maximize the performance of like, I must maintain peak hydration levels regardless of the personal cost. Also something, so that is true. You do dehydrate much quicker on a plane. Source, my mom was a flight attendant. And also it is good for you on planes. What you should be doing is getting up every hour. Fun fact. So he was really helping this woman. So all of this is true. Is he taking it too far? Yes, you do not. Like, yeah, you dehydrate quicker, but like you're on a three hour flight, you're going to be fine. So he did take it to an extreme, but I still... I still don't think he's the asshole. I still think the woman is. I don't know if he's an asshole. I think he's definitely engaging in freak behavior. <laughs> oh, I think he's kind of like being a weirdo about it. Like if you are slightly dehydrated on a plane, you will be okay. Life will go on. That's true. <laughs> Not your life. You're going to die of dehydration, but life generally will go on. So get over it. If you don't drink two full hydro flasks, which I looked <laughs> up how much... 40 ounces is the size of a hydro flask. Two of those in three hours is a lot of water. It's a lot of water for sure. But I don't think he's the asshole for drinking it. I don't know if he's an asshole. I think he's a freak. Nothing wrong with being a freak on a flight. So Reddit has steamed him the asshole. Really? Yes. Top comment is you're the asshole. If you're going to chug 80 ounces of water in three hours, get a damn aisle seat. If you're pissing that much, you're nowhere near dehydrated, by the way. Someone also said, it's not like this was a health thing. Not only was the original poster not dehydrated, he was approaching the danger zone for water intoxication. What? The kidneys can process one liter per hour max. That's between 2.4 and three liters in three hours. If you go over that, you're risking water intoxication. OP had 2.4 liters in three hours. What is this immediate doctor jump to water intoxication move? First off, he didn't have the amount to water intoxicate you. So your point's immediately invalid. And second, who cares? Like the woman had to get up a couple of times. Yeah, it sucks. She couldn't take a nap at 4 p.m. But you know what? You can't always take a nap at 4 p.m. I also think their reasoning for making him the asshole. I'm like, okay, if you think that, yeah, like, yes, it would have been more considerate of him to book an ILC. It does seem like maybe this guy does not fly often or this is like his first flight or something like that. So maybe he doesn't know if he wanted to get up he should book an aisle seat but if the woman wanted to sleep she should book a window seat it goes both ways there yeah imagine booking an aisle seat and then being like oh no i had to get up yeah most of the comments are like you are the asshole but mainly because like his logic is bad they're like who cares if you're slightly dehydrated on a three-hour flight it doesn't affect your health at all especially if you rehydrate when you land let's pretend this person's science is valid most of us don't drink 40 ounces in four hours i will say i can't find a single comment that's not you're the asshole What the fuck? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's like the most consensus I've ever seen. Are you serious? Yeah. I would even land on like an everyone sucks here. I don't see any scenario where it's a full you are the asshole and this woman is not. I'm shocked. Oh, okay. Here's the only not the asshole I've seen. Your water consumption was a wee bit ridiculous, but people who want to sleep should not have to move over to be disturbed on a flight. The people who want to sleep on a flight should have booked a window seat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think we're forgetting the point that he offered to switch seats with her so that she could sleep peacefully and he could still get up. Like he offered a solution and she did not want it. And I feel like that's a a really good solution. Like, okay, switch seats. She can sleep. You can get up. Everyone's happy. I might be on an everyone sucks here because she was like, do you have a medical condition? Yes or no? Which is just a weird, like, you don't say that to a stranger. Tell me about your bladder issues. Yeah. Perhaps she's a representative for a health insurance provider. Perhaps she has a piss kink. (laughs) She's like, no, tell me, tell me about it. I want to know. She's like, I'm going to pretend to sleep. So you have to like nudge me and wake me up. Yeah. So I know. Every time I go. Yeah. I want you to tell me you have to pee again. Do you think she's like, it's like a desperation fetish? Oh my God. Okay. Or like a wedding fetish. Like, does she want it to go all the way or to get stopped short? Everyone sucks here, including us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to leave this podcast. Goodbye. This is my last episode. Honestly, case closed. 
I've got a story. <laughs> Woohoo, let's hear it. It's a very short and sweet one, but I think we need something that'll just rinse us clean of the golden showers I, that was the last segment. Once again, I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not having real cups? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. This is a very tame and not really a big fight or anything, but my family thought it would be entertaining. So here we go. I, 28F, just got my first apartment alone. I'd been living with others and traveling and moving around a lot before this. So while I had some specialty kitchen gadgets and the like, I never really needed to buy common kitchen items, plates, bowls, because my roommates usually had them. I've since bought some nice secondhand items and my kitchen looks at least somewhat normal. The only thing not normal are my cups. I have some smaller glasses that my grandma gave me many years ago, but nothing like a real solid big cup, TM. <laughs> nothing like a 40 ounce hydro flask on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm worried about her hydration levels. Yeah, at least she's not gonna go into water toxicity. Oh my God, what if she lives at altitude? <laughs> However, throughout living with other roommates, one of them showed me that they just saved old jars like spaghetti or pickle and used them as cups in storage. I love this as my apartment is tiny and doesn't have a ton of space. So some versatility and reuse is great in my book. I peel the label off the best I can, wash them and off they go. Easy. So my family was constantly asking to see my new place. How dare they? And it wasn't totally ready, but they're laid back. So I didn't care if they saw my disaster lol. I ordered some pizza and broke out the plates and of course my cups. My dad got a pickle jar whose label I had been having some trouble getting off, and he loudly asked if I was serving him pickle juice. I laughed and told him the reasons why I have jars like that. My thoughty. Nope. My thoughty. My thoughty. <laughs> my family. Th thoughty, my little baddie. My thoughty family. <laughs> she, my little boozy. Sorry. <laughs> my thoughty family thought it was funny, yeah. but a little ghetto. Oh, no. And that I should really get some proper cups. I told them that was silly. I live alone and don't mind have a lot of company often. No gal is here and didn't mind the jars. Since then, there has been some good-natured ribbing about my pickle jar glasses and threats to buy me some real cups for Christmas. My grandma did say that it was wholly inappropriate to serve guests some cola in a pickle jar, so I do have to ask, am I the asshole for not getting real cups? I don't think we're allowed to judge her because mm -hmm. we do use jam jars as cups. Yeah, constantly. I was just going to say, you guys, I don't think have like a single pair of matching cups in your kitchen. <laughs> no. And m many of your glasses are jars. And many, I use jars as glasses all the time. I think it's actually quite cute and fun. Our only matching cups are the ones made out of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> that you got from Sainsbury's from buying Malibu rum. That we stole from Sainsbury's because we bought no Malibu rum. I was just trying, I knew you stole it. I was just trying to protect you. Okay, so that, that's a quick, easy story that I just wanted to share with everybody. I think it's extremely cute. Maybe don't call them ghetto, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, that was posted back in October. This month, we have a little update. Unfortunately, I was struck a fatal wound on Christmas Day. No! My mother gifted me a lovely set of eight glasses. Fuck. That's J pretty cute. JK, they're wonderful. Aww. Yeah, that's that's pretty cute. I also think just going back, I think drinking out of pickle jars is less ghetto than it is like 2012 Pinterest core. Yeah, like there's going to be some like burlap and twine like wrapped around them. Yeah, you know, and it doubles as a vase. It doubles as something that you could do like those little cookie kits in or like, you know, make some weird concoction that you find on the internet. Like a wedding centerpiece with like baby's breath in it. Baby's uh, like breath. your barn wedding. Piece of lace. Yeah. Uh, Verdict is no assholes here. Your sentence is read just one edition of Home and Country. Yeah, I think she'd have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Gabby. Hey. I heard from a little birdie. Uh -huh. Did you have a story about buckets? I, I have a bucket hat story. Oh, my, oh, I thought it was going to be an actual bucket. Now I'm a little bit disappointed. Oh, oh, just you wait. Wait, is just it like a bucket wait. hat and a bucket combo? Oh, oh, just you wait. My chickens love buckets. Am I the asshole for knowingly obstructing someone's view at a sporting event? Myself and my partner attended a sports game recently, and a big part of the event is the major sponsor, KFC. The whole league gives out KFC buckets to wear on your head in the colors of your team. 
I usually wear this at every game I attend and had no visibility problems with people behind me. However, on this particular game, the woman behind me did have an issue. As soon as I put on my bucket, she blurted out loudly, are you fucking serious? I chose to ignore the remark and left my bucket on. The comment was followed by many, many, many more throughout the game, such as when her male friend would make a comment about his team and she would say loudly, well, I wouldn't know because I can't see. And when my partner and I went to grab a beverage and returned to our seats again, she blurted out, great, I can't wait to not see again. My partner texted me throughout to ask if she was talking about me and I I responded with, I won't entertain her comments. If she asks me nicely, I'll pretend I didn't realize and take it off straight away. I took this approach for the whole game. If she asked me nicely, I would have taken it off my head without hesitation, but I refused to reward her bad manners. She went to the extent of swapping seats with her male friend in the second half of the game, but still made remarks out loud such as, see, I told you I can't see, and do you understand why I'm upset now? But he brushed it off and didn't make a fuss. So am I the asshole for knowing that I was obstructing her view, but I chose to match her pettiness about the situation? Edit. I lacked context about the buckets. These buckets are given out at every single game. And then there's a link to a photo. Edit, edit. I won't be entertaining any corporate media advertising bullshit. I wear the bucket because it's in the colors of my team and matches my t-shirt, which is also the color of my team. Last edit. Oh my God. I obviously didn't know it was an issue until her first remark of, are you fucking kidding me? But with that kind of statement, why on earth would I reward her? This bucket has never been an issue before, as mentioned. I am wildly <laughs> fucking confused. I have, I don't understand. In large part because I don't think I've ever been to a sporting event where the seating isn't at an angle. So if someone was wearing a hat in front of me. I mean, if unless you, it was a comically sized, like smokestack tall top hat. I'll pull up the photo. It is possible that he's like a tall man and she's like a short woman. In which yeah. case the hat wasn't doing it. It is true. The hat would exasperate the issue. But not by much. You put on a hat. How much does that really increase the height of your head to block someone? Like and so I'll a show centimeter, you, a couple centimeters? If it's a bucket on your head, a lot. So it's not the height, it's the width. And I will show you. For listeners, we will put this on our Instagram. It's it's the girth of the bucket. The girthy bucket. You know, that was actually one of the names of Charlie's grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Girthy Girthy bucket. bucket. Mr. and Mrs. Girthy Bucket. Here are the buckets. And we'll put this up on the Instagram. Oh, it's not a bucket hat. It's an actual <laughs> KFC like yes. bucket. Yes. I was not expecting that. It, huh. It's, yeah, it's the full KFC. Yeah. I was 100% on his side when I thought it was a hat. Now that I know it's paper and plastic fried chicken container yeah. that he's just wearing on his head, I'm less on his side unless everyone was doing it. If everyone had their bucks out, I'm fine. If he was the only asshole wearing a fried chicken bucket on his head, then I do more understand the woman being like, are, are you kidding me? What What is this? He said the whole league gives out KFC buckets to wear on your head in the colors of the team. The buckets are given out at every single game. It doesn't say how many people are wearing them, mm. but it's it can't be just him. There have to be others. It can be assumed okay. that there okay. are others wearing this bucket if they're yeah. given out every single game, because if literally they're given out and then no one wears them, why would KFC pay for that? No, it's also funny, his argument that like, well, I had to wear it. It matches my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fashion faux pas not to wear it. Okay, guys, look, do it for the fit. Can we do a deep dive on what sport this is, by the way? It just said sports game. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Why did I apply baseball in my head? This just, this has baseball energy. I assumed basketball. I also assumed basketball because at least some people in a basketball game are sat horizontally. So if you were directly behind someone, it would block their vision. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the top comment. Everyone sucks here. She should definitely have asked politely, but she could have already been having a bad day and you just made it worse, frowny face. <laughs> Where did that come from? That is such horse hockey. It's All right. really funny. I'm ready to give my judgment. Okay. I am too. Not the asshole. And it is for the reason of she just didn't handle it like a reasonable person. She just like, hey, excuse me. Sorry, I can't see if you could pop the bucket off. Then that's that's perfectly reasonable because she was just being like weird and passive aggressive and just loudly complaining about it. That's not how you get things done. That's not how you get your way. And I don't care if you're having a bad day. You need to act like an adult. And also, I love the fan fiction from that random comment. <laughs> I think we should just start using that for all the stories. Yeah. Like, yeah, the woman <laughs> in the aisle seat was being annoying. But what if she was just like, she really needed a nap. She was having such a hard day. She just lost her job. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Someone said, yes, you're the asshole. People go to the big bash to watch cricket, not the back of your head. Is it cricket? A few moments later. The Big Bash League is an Australian professional club 2020 cricket league established in 2011 by Cricket Australia. It replaced the previous competition, the KFC 2020 Big Bash. Oh. The competition has been sponsored by fast food chicken outlet KFC since its inception. So yeah. Ryan, I agree with your verdict. I believe that I am on a similar thought process where it's just like he said if she asked that he would have taken it off. No questions asked. She never at one point asked that. And then even when she switched seats with her friend, which seemed like a solution, she kept complaining. His attitude is weird, though, where he's like, I don't want to reward bad behavior. Like, she's not your dog. She's not your infant. Yeah. I understand that he's like, hey, it would have been cool if she communicated this to me in a polite way. But like, I get that. But for all we know, like, how does she even know that he's hearing this? I don't know. He said she's commenting loudly. Reddit has deemed him the asshole. Reddit has deemed him. Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. Um, Why are you off your game today? Someone quoted him saying, I usually wear this at every game I attend and have no visibility problems with the people behind me. And they said, no, of course you don't have any problems with it because you are the one wearing it, you daft nugget. They could have asked nicely, you should have put the shitty thing away so others can have a normal view. Or does it somehow enhance the game for you? You are all a bunch of assholes. I'm also going to be honest, learning that this is an actual fried chicken bucket and not bucket bucket. No, it actually made me more on his. I was expecting like a 10 inch tall bucket with the chin strap as like the thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that obstructs your view a lot. Nobody assumed a bucket hat, but me. No, no one. I did not assume a bucket hat. The bucket actually. Yeah, it is the width a little bit, but the width shouldn't really be the issue with visibility. It should be the the height and it doesn't add that much height. Okay, someone said, I can almost hear your condescension sending see all you had to do is ask nicely if she had actually asked you to remove it you got off on the power dynamic of knowing you were in control of the situation hell you're even an asshole to yourself because you let it bother you the whole game instead of just taking it off like an adult yeah maybe she didn't handle it in the best way but it's a common reaction to a situation you caused you ruined the game for her I'll never understand stadiums that allow people to have such big objects that obstruct and affect the enjoyment that someone else has you're the asshole they said, I chose to match her pettiness. She wasn't being petty. She was rightly annoyed at not being able to see the game that she paid to see because of the massive ass hat sitting in front of her with a bucket on their head. You're the asshole. I'm flitting back and forth on this discussion. I want to say not the asshole because just ask the guy. And also the Reddit comment saying you got off on the power dynamic just annoys me. I thought it would. <laughs> it's just like. Fan fiction. People just can make shit up. It's not a power dynamic. It's just two people being dicks to each other and no one choosing to take the high road, which I will say, having thought that through, everybody sucks here. If someone is being rude and kind of a prick, you can do that back or you can take the high road yourself. Everybody mm-hmm. sucks here. What do you think, Emma? I leaned briefly towards everyone sucks here, but I think that I lean more towards not the asshole. because I think he would have taken it off if she asked. And I don't necessarily think he was stooping down to her level because he wasn't sitting there like, oh, wow. Oh, I love wearing this big <laughs> fucking hat. He wasn't like that, you know? Yeah. Like he wasn't really matching her energy of assholeness. Yeah. Could he have just taken the hat off? hundred percent. But I still think not the asshole. I'm landing on that. I think he's the asshole. Oh. Three-way oh. split. Three-way split. Oh my God. This is exciting, guys. Why do you think he's the asshole? Dude, this is maybe the worst argument I've ever had for why someone's the <laughs> asshole. Asshole, but his vibes are just fucking rancid. I actually kind of agree with you. You know, he's like, well, if she does this one specific thing, then I'll do what she asks. You baited me with the Reddit commenter saying he's getting off on the power dynamic because you knew I'd hate that. Yeah. But I do think he is annoying. And yeah. that's what shifted me into the everyone sucks here. And, and it's weird because it's the opposite take I had with the water drinking guy where I'm like, it's annoying that you're doing that, but you're in your rights to do it. And I think it's vibe. I'm way more down with a person being annoying because they're just like kind of naive and uninformed versus yeah. the guy being knowingly irritating. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm going to teach her a lesson in politeness. Like it's weirdly like infantilizing. Like uh, what was the quote? Look, we're all trying to figure out who's being petty. And once we do, we're just going to give him a big old spanking. on the. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't finish it. If I was a big old guy with a big burly white beard, would you still be yelling at me? Or would you be spanking my bare butt balls and back. I think you guys might have shifted me. I'm definitely not shifted towards you are the asshole. I think that woman is 
She's being rude. I think she's also being like super rude and really just like immature. Um, yeah. I might be shifted towards everyone sucks with that. Yeah, I think I... You just hate the man so much. I hate the man. And I was thinking about how embarrassed I would be to be like his girlfriend who's there with him. Because <laughs> she like says something to him. She's like, are they talking about you? Like, should you take the hat off? He's like, I'm going to wait until she asks nicely. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Like I would be humiliated. Like it's so petty. And he's just standing there all smug with a KFC bucket on his head. Embarrassing. It's a pretty embarrassing look, but I'm still sticking with everybody sucks here. Okay. Case closed. And welcome back to another round of our wonderful segment, Wiki Arena. The rules are simple if you haven't joined us before. Our host is going to read to us two different topics from Wikipedia, and then our two contestants will have to guess which one has more views in the last 60 days or has a greater word length. Our contestants can also double down, answering in both categories for two points. But if they get even one wrong, they get no points at all. If any of that doesn't make sense, don't worry too much about it. We'll jump straight in. You'll figure it out in no time. On today's match, we have in the red corner with a perfect 1-0 record coming into the match. Give it up for Emma. She's really good. In the gold corner, we have a brand new challenger coming in with a 0-0 fresh record, but a lot of fans in the stadium. It's Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are the fans in the room with us right now? (laughs) And now your host, Gabby. Hey. (laughs) Let's get down to some wiki arena. Brought to you, as always, by Fabian Fisher at Ludiculture on Twitter. Thanks, Fabian. Thanks, Fabian. Our first two Wikipedia pages for your consideration. Paul Stamets. Paul Edward Stamets, born July 17th, 1955, is an American mycologist and entrepreneur who sells various mushroom products through his company. He is the author and advocate of medical fungi and mycoremediation Dot, dot, dot. Next up, we have comparison of programming languages in parentheses, basic instructions. <laughs> this article compares a large number of programming languages by tabulating their data types, their expression, statement, and declaration syntax, and some common operating system interfaces. Dot, dot, dot. So guess which full article is longer or got more views in the last 60 days? I know my guess already. I do too, but I'm going to puzzle this one out. Yeah, I want to hear the logic. Paul the mycologist, right? Here's what's tugging me towards that one potentially being longer. Mm -hmm. It's clearly been written by a stan. Because otherwise, why would this man have a Wikipedia article? They middle named him and gave his birthday. Exactly. And that's good. We, We love stans, but it means they write a lot. However, the comparison of programming languages, it says in the text, this article compares a large number of languages it's got to be a huge article. Mm-hmm. My immediate thought was the computer programming one is both longer and has more views. For what it's worth, I think I've listened to a podcast episode with the Paul guy. I think he's the founder of Four Sigmatic, which is a big company. I could be mistaking him with just another famous mushroom guy, hmm. but there can't be that many of them. Mycology is a huge field. Don't ever assume that. There's a really good mushroom documentary on Netflix. <laughs> oh my God. Can we watch it? I love mushrooms. It's really good. I fell asleep during it, but not because of the quality of the documentary because I was very sleepy. So I would be happy to watch it again. Amazing. Let's watch it. Okay. okay. Anyways. Okay. My first instinct and final answer. And I think even just ignoring if this guy is like the biggest mushroom dude in the world, I think the computer programming one is going to have more views and be longer. I'm going to double down on the computer programming as well. Okay. So the programming languages one is significantly longer. Unsurprising there. Paul's page has 9,800 words. The programming languages one has 163,000 words. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, just a little bit longer. In terms of views, Paul is fucking dominating. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So he has almost 29,000 views versus the programming languages, which has 2,100. Is this man's name again? Paul Stamets. I'm literally Googling this man right now. 
Oh my God. He's like the third person to pop up on. There's a delightful picture of him holding a mushroom. Oh my God. Um, he's like, there's like so many articles about him. Wait, <laughs> this is like, wow. He's a legit celeb. Was it Fantastic Fungi that you were watching? I, I think so. The 2019 documentary. He was a fantastic <laughs> fun guy. He plays a significant part in yeah. that documentary. You've just watched him. He's great. I think he's self-taught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there was a character on Star Trek named after oh him. God. This man has over 800,000 Instagram followers. Let's Why am go. I not one of them? <laughs> Paul Stamets, get on the show. Paul, Paul follow Stamets, me back. Please, can we have you on here to talk about mushrooms? Guest episode, it's going to be us three plus Paul plus Taylor. <gasps> Don't even start with me. <laughs> Our next articles. We have the Xavier Musketeers men's basketball page. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Xavier Musketeers men's basketball team represents Xavier University in Cincinnati, Ohio. The school's team currently competes in the Big East Conference and are coached by Sean Miller. Xavier has appeared in the NCAA tournament 28 times, 16 times in the 18 tournaments, dot, 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 or the 2016 Citrus Bowl, in parentheses, January. <laughs> The 2016 Citrus Bowl was an American college football bowl played on January 1st, 2016 at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. The 70th edition was one of the 2015-2016 NCAA football bowl games that concluded the 2015 NCAA division. The game was dot dot dot. It doesn't tell us who played in it. No. I'm going to scream and cry. This is a good one. Xavier University is one of those, as just a fellow American high school student back in the day, one of those ones that would send out incessant mailings. Yes. I never once considered Xavier University. Get fucked, Cincinnati. I would get mail from them every single day telling me to come to Xavier University. <laughs> yes, I think like all of the tuition you pay at Xavier University goes straight to flyers. There's no way that it can because <laughs> yeah. like there's so much. It's nonstop. Everyone gets things every day from Xavier University and that's how everyone knows it. How many of those people do you think Googled the basketball team? That's what I'm thinking. It does make but a lot also, of sense. also the bowl games are huge. They're huge. That was my first thought. It's college sports. Which college sport is more popular? It's college football. It's interesting that out of any articles, we got to about U.S. college sports. College football is more popular, but that's for a specific game in a specific year. This one's for the ongoing men's basketball team. So I think I would say I might double down again and say Xavier University more views and longer. Hmm. Ryan? I think that the Citrus Bowl will be longer, but the Xavier Musketeers will have more views. Locked and loaded. Okay. Xavier Musketeers is longer and has more views. Oh, I've been smoked. Yeah, let's go. All right, that is two points for Emma. Ryan's still, still with the big goose egg. I hate that phrase because like, I would be so happy to have a goose egg. <laughs> of course. Like, Why is having a goose egg a bad thing? I love geese. The Bihar famine of 1966 to 1967 was a famine in Bihar and Eastern Uttar Pradesh. The official death toll from starvation in the Bihar drought was 2,353, roughly half of which occurred in the state of Bihar. The annual production of food grain had dropped in Bihar from 7.5 million dot dot dot. On the other side, we have Darlex with two X's. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Darlex, a product of the Shawmut Corporation, is a warp knit fabric laminated to a monolithic film. <laughs> It is a sports performance fabric used in gloves, boots, wetsuits, ski apparel, clean rooms, and in medical applications. It was designed to keep a person, quote, warm when the dot, dot, dot. Okay. <laughs> this one's tough. I have my first gut instinct again that okay. I'm going with. I mean, you're crushing it right now, so maybe I should let you talk and follow suit, but that would be the coward's move. The Bihar famine is history. History articles are always long. But it's a really specific one-year famine, which had a lot of casualties, but as famines go, not that many. Darlex is a wildly complicatedly described fabric. I bet you it's got two tabs that are both really long, a history tab and a tab that's like, here's all of the like chemical component parts and uses. But which has more views? Because I've never fucking heard of Darlex. Granted, I've never heard of the Bihar famine, but certainly people from the area, I'm sure, know about it. Who knows about Darlex? Us now. <laughs> That's true. Darlex with two X's. Darlex. Darlex XX. 
I'm going with first instinct again, and I am once again doubling down, which mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do three times in a row, but I'm doubling down on the Bahar famine. For longer and more views. For longer and more views. All right. I am going to say that Darlex is longer, but Bahar famine has more views. Bahar famine is longer and has more views. All right. So that is four for Emma. Ryan with none. Is rough. Bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> I'm opening the article for Darlex. It is so short. It's tiny. Oh my God, really? It's like three lines long. Ah. That is shocking. Oh, oh, we've got a banger. Oh my God. We've got an absolute banger. Give it to us, Gabby. Let's go. First up, we've got Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Created by writer-editor Stan Lee and artist Steve Ditko, he first appeared in the anthology comic book Amazing Fantasy number 15, August 1962, in the Silver Age of comic books. He has since been dot, dot, dot. Wow, that's the biggest article that we've seen. I agree. In the other corner, we have deafness in India. Oh! The second largest country in the world, India, is home to approximately 63 million people of the deaf and hard of hearing community, DHH. India's government has focused much on modernizing the country with technological resources and infrastructure that it has completely dot dot dot. Well, it's certainly not going to help catch me up, but at least I'll be getting points this round as we both double down on Spider-Man being longer and having more views. There's no way that deafness in India is going to be longer or have more views. Yeah, not a chance in hell. All right. Locked in. Locked in. It's a slaughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell us the numbers. In terms of word count, deafness in India has 8,000 words. Okay. Spider-Man has 151,000 words. Yeah, that is a big difference. In terms of views, Spider-Man has 343,000 views. Deafness in India has 649. I'm going to make it 650 right now. (laughs) Let's get it to that round number. Let's go. And keep in mind, this is in the last 60 days. Wow. I was going to say, I was like, that feels really small for Spider-Man. But in the last 60 days, yes. Yes. So Ryan with some points on the board. Let's go. Up to two. Emma has six. Kim, sweetie, you're doing amazing. Coming into the final round. It's anyone's game. (laughs) But in a much realer sense, it is Emma's game. (laughs) Getting a word in from our producers. Thanks to our sponsor, KFC. (laughs) The 11 herbs and spices final round is tripling the number of points available. It really is anyone's game. Oh, I'm sorry, KFC. You can't just come in here and change the rules. I agree. You can't just change the rules partway through, but it's already happened. So I guess there's nothing we can do about it. Emma, are you going to ask him politely to change the rules or are you just going to (laughs) loudly complain nearby? Oh my God. Wow. Imagine changing the rules in the middle of the game. Honestly, I could never be me. They're looking at me as though I have anything to do with this KFC thing. I'm literally just the messenger. I wish the man on the plane drank a KFC bucket full of water. (laughs) (laughs) We need to run the numbers on how much water KFC bucket can hold. I want to get a, like, you know, you could put like the plastic top on your cup, right? Like that's the standard for for like a soda pop in a fast food restaurant. I want a giant plastic one that you can put on top of your your damn KFC bucket. I agree. And I want it to be one of the Starbucks sippy cup lids. I don't want a straw. Oh, okay. I want a thick boy straw that's like... Like you could fit like an entire finger down there. You know what I mean? And just get back to the game. Okay. Which KFC has come in and just ruined. All right. The final round. Fuck you, KFC. This one ends on a cliffhanger. And I would be curious to, to learn more about this after the game. First up, we have Paul Ackford. Paul Ackford, born 26th of February, 1958, is a former English rugby union international who played lock forward. He was formerly an inspector in the Metropolitan Police and is now a columnist for the Telegraph. Dot dot dot. I misread this um, on initial viewing. I thought it, I thought he was inspected by the police. I care a lot less knowing that he was just a cop. <laughs> in the other corner, we have the Cirrus Three. Cirrus Three is an X eighty four compatible socket three seventy CPU. VIA Technologies launched the processor in February two thousand. VIA had purchased both Centaur technology and Cirrus. Cirrus 3 was to be based upon a core from one of the two companies, dot, dot, dot. Ryan is immediately yawning. (laughs) Ryan has been bored to tears by two sentences on the Cirrus 3. Well, last time I went in hard for technology, it boned me. So I think Paul Ackford is where it's at. I also, I doubling down has been my, has been my move this game and it has served me well. I'm doubling down on Paul Ackford. Cirex is longer. What? Cirex also has more views. Are you serious? What? 
edge. And it is knife's edge. It's 1,201 versus 1,224. Wow. Oh, can't win them all unless you're Emma because she's got a perfect record still. Let's well go, done, boys. Emma. Wow. That's me. <laughs> um, and let's find out what today's contestant has won. A single bucket. <laughs> bucket filled with three different types of cheeses one of which was even monterey jack um i would like to thank uh my parents and also god but most importantly paul stamets for getting me to where i am today paul ackford no paul stamets <gasps> i forgot about paul stamets how, this was how a could you forget about, about paul, paul stamets. stamets this was a multi-paul game guys look at these time-lapse mushrooms growing right now sorry i'm on paul stamets instagram <laughs> this is my new favorite man i'm sorry well that concludes oh no it just gave me oh sorry okay sorry it gave me the thing with the tiny holes is it just me or are mushrooms just kind of inherently frightening yes what's the scariest mushroom you've ever seen on the farm back home, there's some neon orange ones, which are really cool, but they do look like I would touch them and die. The fact that they all talk to each other underground is insane mm. through their psyllium. We need to watch this documentary, guys. Touch fuzzy, get dizzy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. I have, and, and also this segment for you. I'm going to start this one out with a question to the class. What do you know about Hello Kitty? Not nearly enough. I don't think I know anything about Hello Kitty. I know that she is a cutie patootie. I know that she comes from the Sanrio company. That part's true. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was going to guess that Hello Kitty was East Asian, but Sanrio doesn't sound... It is. Really? Okay, interesting. Where Where is uh, Sanrio headquartered? Why are you looking at me like you that? You knew that it was the Sanrio company that created uh, Hello Kitty, or at least owned the IP. Because they make all those little guys. You know, the little Sanrio guys. No, I have oh no idea God, what you're, you're discussing. You're so ignorant. Okay, Not exactly that. the target demo. All right, guys. So you've put out what you know about Hello Kitty. Any assumptions that you would make about her? Um, Probably in like cartoons for kids is my guess. I know there was a big Hello Kitty says ACAB meme a couple years back. Is that canon? I don't think it's canon. So I learned some stuff recently about Hello Kitty. So I just have to share it. One would assume she's a cat, right? Yeah. Don't. Wait. Yeah. Kitty. Kitty. No. No. The creator of Hello Kitty said, even though she's an anthropomorphized Japanese bobtail cat, she is really a human girl. What? Um, yes. I need, no, 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 no. We got to get some lore masters in here. How does that work? What is she as a character? Is she in content? Yeah, so she has a show, doesn't she? She has a show. She's kind of got products and stuff. My most defining Hello Kitty moment is that as a child, I would eat Hello Kitty chapstick because it was cotton candy <laughs> chapstick and I thought it would taste like cotton candy. It did not. You ate it anyways, though? I did. <laughs> Don't talk to me anymore. I've, okay, I've got a picture of her up. She has... Whiskers. Yes. That's a cat. She is an anthropomorphized Japanese bobtail cat, but she is, as they say, not a cat. As they say. Who says? The creator of Hello Kitty says she is not Give a cat. Give me the name. So are all of the Sanrio characters human? So like no. cinema role? No. What? Because here's the thing. Let's go into some more information about Hello yeah, Kitty. I, yeah. Give me as much information as possible. Her full name is Kitty White. She was born in the suburbs of London, England. Oh, that's weird. Nice. On okay. November 1st. So we almost share a birthday. What she suburbs? A <laughs> we went really different directions with that information. <laughs> is she like Richmond or like Bromley? She is a Scorpio. Oh my God. Her height is described as five apples and her weight as three apples. <laughs> <laughs> Just... For context there, in case you didn't know. <laughs> That's um, perfect. <laughs> she has a twin sister named Mimi, and her favorite subjects in school are English, music, and art. I believe she is supposed to be, it doesn't say right here, but I read it at some other point, she's supposed to be a third or fourth grader. Mimi got the worst possible deal. I mean, right, you get like the Jonas Brothers, there's the three Jonases, and then the extra. But at least he's a lot younger than them. Mimi is Kitty's twin, and I have never heard of her in my life. That's brutal. Her twin sister Mimi is described as shy and very girly, interested in sewing and dreaming of marriage. Uh-oh. She's on Pinterest, guys. Watch out. <laughs> Hello Kitty also has a boyfriend called Dear Daniel, who is a cat. Wait, not, wait what? Not a human who is a cat. Wait, how many apples tall is he? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Dear Daniel is a cat. Um, I must say he looks exactly the same as Hello Kitty, except a guy. 
They might as well be twins. Oh my god, his fucking fedora. <laughs> He's unbelievable. Yeah. Another fun fact about <laughs> Hello Kitty. <laughs> I think this is like a human dressed as Dear Daniel. Horrific. That should be the picture that we post on Insta to promote this yeah. episode. Oh my god, they are canonically married, by the way. Which is pretty rude considering Mimi dreams of marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> she also... Am I the asshole for getting married when my twin sister dreams of it? <laughs> Just to further add to the confusion about Hello Kitty's species, she has a pet cat. What? Hello Kitty has a pet cat. She has a pet cat and she's dating a cat. What's the cat's name that's her pet and can it talk? Charmy Kitty. Charmy Kitty? The implications of having a pet cat and a boyfriend (laughs) cat. They're very distressing. Yeah. She resembles Hello Kitty, but has more cat-like behaviors. She was a gift. But wait, Hello Kitty, her name is Kitty. She named the cat after herself. She named the cat after herself. Because, well, she named it Charmy Kitty because the cat's necklace that has the charm on it is the key to Hello Kitty's jewelry box. I will say Charmy Kitty is more cat-like in appearance, if that's possible. Much more (laughs) cat-like. Sort of. It's the exact same face. It's just instead of standing on two legs, she stands on four. Yeah. So she's more cat-like. I, no, I'm not disagreeing. It's just a disconcerting. Like, imagine if a dog just had a human body and face, but walked on all fours. If a dog had a human body and face and walked on all fours? Yeah. That's just a person. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why her keeping this creature as a pet is weird. That's just a person crawling around. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. Just a person crawling. All right, go for it, Emma. I have a direct quote from the creator about this. Good, because... They need to explain themselves. Hello Kitty is not a cat. She's a cartoon character. She is a... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Dude, I just got checkmated. (laughs) Did you consider it's literally a cartoon? She's a cartoon character. She is a little girl. She is a friend, but she is not a cat. She's never depicted on all fours. She walks and sits like a two-legged creature. This is like how I describe my stuffed animals. (laughs) Kitty is British and loves apple pie. She is the daughter of George and Mary White. She's a Scorpio and has a twin sister. So why would the manufacturer say Kitty is a real girl? I I don't know. It's so bizarre. Also, there's no way that she's loving apple pie. She likes an apple crumble. She's in a British suburb. She absolutely loves an apple crumble. She likes a rhubarb crumble. No, I think Mimi likes a rhubarb crumble. Like, that's the energy I get. (laughs) She eats that while she dreams of marriage. Yeah. She eats that while she sits there as a fourth grader going, oh, why am I not married yet? Who's this? Old hag. I'm 27 years old. I've no money and no prospects. I'm already a burden to my parents. Have you seen Daniel? He's just a himbo. Yeah. Chad Daniel versus virgin Mimi. (laughs) Chad Daniel. Um, that sounds like that could be his name. So yeah, in conclusion. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad Daniel. It's like Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> oh my God. Chad Daniel White. I want a live action where Dear Daniel is played by Chad Michael Murray. I want a live action where Hell Kitty is played by a girl and everyone else is just a cat. <laughs> and everyone else... It's played by Angela Martin from The Office. Oh my God. Hello Kitty is played by a person. Everybody else are the abomination CGI combo creatures from the Cats musical. The Jellicle Cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But the 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 cast comes back. Like it's Taylor Swift playing the cat. (laughs) James Corden plays Dear Daniel. No, no James Corden. No James Corden. No James Corden. (laughs) Say it one more time. What I also find hilarious is that, and I know she was in the movie, but immediately Emma was like, this is an excuse to talk about Taylor Swift. I gotta (laughs) jump on that immediately. Don't, don't, don't blame me. Love made me crazy. Love made me crazy if it doesn't you want to win it right. Doing it right. Thus concludes my and also this. (laughs) It didn't really have a conclusion, Quite honestly, and I also want to know my height in apples now. Oh, me too. I'm completely shell-shocked, and I think we should post an Instagram thing where it's, what is everyone's height in apples? I think we should have, like, guess how many apples tall I am and closest, like, gets to be on the show. Whoever gets the most correct guesses for everyone's height in apples is the next guest on the show. Odds are it'll be someone who lives within five minutes of us. Unless it's Timotej. It could be, it could be Timotej. Timotej? Sorry, we don't know how to say your name. Our language doesn't have any names that end in J, so we just can't figure it out. I'll post a question box on our story. If you get it closest, you can be on the show. We'd love to have you. We would love to have you. If you're a listener from far away, you can call in with our new soundboard. Sick. Ring, ring, ring. Oh my God, is the phone ringing? Ring, yeah, is, ring. That, is that the phone? Yeah, ring. someone get that. 
It's a little unprofessional in the middle of a recording session, but go on. Yeah, sorry guys, I gotta take this. Yeah, that's it's fine. um my my good friend from the London suburbs, Hello Kitty. Oh. Um she I thought her name was just Kitty. It's my friend Kitty White. It's my friend Kitty White. Um she's a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know where I was going to go with this one. Sorry. <laughs> My friend is calling. She's a little girl. Well, that's about all the time we have this episode. But before we wrap it up and Emma goes to jail, what did everyone learn today? <laughs> I want to throw myself out the window. No, don't do it. You're so sexy. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I learned that you can have like, one and three quarters hydro flasks worth of water. But if you have two, you will die like immediately. So like watch out everyone. You're welcome. You can have that one for free. What I learned is what happens when you get a society that treats people like KFC consumers <laughs> and cross it with a misanthropic cricket fan who just doesn't want to be disrespected anymore. What do you get, Ryan? Get what you fucking deserve. I learned about Monterey Jack. <laughs> and I will offer no further information. <laughs> Dude, I like, hope I don't moderate Jack off. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what add to this? <laughs> like our suffering or the show? Yeah, both. Oh, okay. Are they linked? Uh, uh, perhaps. <clears throat> um, to do your dear. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to a brand new year of WGF content. Keep your eyes peeled because there's going to be plenty of new episodes of this show. We are working on getting a few more extra little surprises off the ground. So if you want to stay appraised of all the updates, we will, of course, have stuff on the show when we get new stuff off the ground. But the best way to do it is go follow us at what.tfpodcast on Instagram. Enter that competition if you want to be a guest. Enter the competition anyways just to drive up those engagement figures because, you know, why wouldn't you? Because you love us. Well, exactly. And give us a follow so you can stay appraised of all the new stuff we're going to be pumping out this year. We're super excited to be here and we'll bloody see you next week on the next episode of WTFU Talking Out but before we go but before we go what I need to know is if you guys were deep sea squid what color would you be? like neon yellow ooh I think I would definitely try to be a pink squid oh but would I look too vaginal? term for that is yonic by the way <laughs> oh very good like a yoni egg like gwyneth paltrow's oh my god i guess that's what it is yeah